0: If you're enjoying listening to this podcast, the OBR Film Breakdown, what's stopping you from grabbing a mic and starting your own show? And there's no better place to host than Blue Wire Hustle. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know how to start, Hustle's the perfect place for you to do so. I know Brad Ward with all eyes on Cleveland uses Blue Wire Hustle, it's fantastic stuff. As a part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of all that, we'll get your show pushed out on all of the major uh, podcast hosting places such as Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and many others. And the best part is you can get all of this for just $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge just for the initial setup. So if you're ready to do more than just listening to us talk about your Cleveland Browns, then make your own voice heard in Hustle. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com join. Again, bwhustle.com join. Check out the description box of this episode if you want to find out more. Baker Mayfield, undraftable, off my board. The Cleveland Browns select... Baker Mayfield. What a beautiful throw by the Baker. Big job. Hasta la vista, baby. touchdown. Hi, guys. Welcome in to the OBR Film Breakdown Podcast. And this is on the OBR YouTube channel. Uh, a lot of a lot of broadcasting uh, and advertising going on there for YouTube. Um, I think my hair is going crazy. Whatever. Uh, if you're here, thanks for joining. This is going to be a quick uh, start of our offensive side of the Chalk Talks. We've done basic defense over the first two days, personnel, personnel groupings on that side, sub packages, and uh, we've done uh, defensive front alignments. We've done gaps teaching you the ABCD gap, teaching you alignments, shade, zero, head up nose, one, three, four eye, all of that stuff. Um, we talked about the variance in between, why some people call it different things, whatever. This is always a great show for interactivity. If you have any uh, live questions here you want answered, feel free to shoot them over. If you also listen to this in podcast form tomorrow and you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter, hit me up at the OBR, whatever. I will get back with you and talk with you about it. We are not going to get crazy deep out in the weeds. We're going to be very simplistic, well, simplistic as we can be, uh, and chat about this, and we'll see how long it goes. I don't know. We'll see if it's uh, if it's going to cover too much, too little, whatever. We are going to look at very simple huddle stuff, uh, how the NFL huddle works, how the NFL pre-snap conversations work, how the communication goes. Uh, we are going to also uh, – should look at what else we're going to talk about. I'm going to move this now. We're going to talk personnel groupings, which is important. And then we're going to get to motions. Hopefully we'll see. We are going to use a Kyle Shanahan playbook from his time with the Atlanta Falcons in 2016. The reason I like this playbook is because it comes from the similar tree that Kevin Stefanski comes from with Gary Kubiak, Mike Shanahan's system. All of it um, is, is pretty similar here. So, this stuff dates back, if you have played football, this stuff dates back a long time. I mean, you you have your midget football, Pony League, whatever you guys called it, wherever you're from, all the way up to middle school, junior high, to high school, if you played college football or whatever, if you were lucky enough to go to college, play football, and then the next level after that, whatever that is, semi-pro, whatever you want to call it, Arena League. Some of you guys would know this if you've gotten to those levels, but this is general stuff for those of you who maybe haven't and are interested in learning about some of these things. Why? Teams do things the way they do. When we talk about huddle, there's a visual here in front of me that has a circular huddle. Now, this has changed. I mean, you might have had a huddle uh, when you were coming up that, that that was facing the quarterback. Either the quarterback was uh, at the front of you with his butt to the line of scrimmage, or it's flipped where the quarterback was behind everybody and he uh, um, would call a play, give the play, and then the center would leave the huddle and go. So typically, what happens is a play is called twice in the huddle. Right? You call it once, then you your center leaves. He hears the play to get set up and get ready. You call it the second time, ready, break, and you're on the line of scrimmage. So, uh, just general rules. And this is what's crazy is that even this is how detailed NFL playbooks are in front of you. You know, it just goes through center as as his job is always as the center to yell huddle. You know, he's going to be the huddle guy. You gather on wherever the center goes. The center tries to find a spot six yards from the line of scrimmage. He's always kind of going to aim for something in that general area. All eyes on the quarterback. Quarterback has complete control of the huddle. You have to make sure there's nobody else chattering, doing anything like that. Um, he will give a live play. Or sorry, he'll give the play call and snap count. If you're not here what is said, someone will yell check, which is a very common thing. Check, I didn't hear it. Maybe it's loud in the stadium, something like that. And then ready, break. Everybody's clapping their hands. That's general stuff. So this in front of you is more of a NFL-based huddle. Uh, NFL huddles are usually Uh, to, to, you know, with the quarterback facing the sideline to get either a signal or hear the play call in his helmet, he's on the side. He'll usually either get in, get in there on a knee. Some quarterbacks get on the knee. Some quarterbacks don't. It's whatever your preference is. There's no right or wrong with that, but the line is facing where they need to go. And then the skill positions, your halfback X, Z, your, your, your fullback or F. These letters are so interchangeable playbook to playbook. Uh, the general consensus is there's always an X and Z, a split end and a flanker X and Z one's on the ball. One's off. And then you got a bunch of different positions. Y is universally accepted as the tight end. Um, And then this fourth player here could be an F for fullback, could be a K for wide receiver, could be a, it could be anything. Teams, teams call these things. I've seen teams call an L and an R for a left outside receiver who always stays on the left side or an R for R for the right outside receiver who always stays on the outside. It's whatever. There's no right or wrong. It's, you know, it varies playbook to playbook, but just looking at kind of the most accepted ways, X, Z, Y, but these skill position guys are in the back and then they break the huddle and go. So points of emphasis, everyone's moving swiftly in and out of the huddle to create tempo. The huddle reflects the attitude of our offense, keeping it sharp, little things. So it's important to know the, 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 the way, if you're interested in the nuts and bolts of this stuff, the way in which this stuff is called, the quarterback will have a, a, a way in which he goes about it. So typically if there's a shift, He will say, and what I mean by a shift is you come up in one look, you hear the quarterback make a shift call, and then you shift and move to a different alignment. That may mean a tight end putting his hand on the dirt on the right side, standing up, going over to the left side, just trying to confuse and manipulate defenses. But typically, you will hear a formation and a strength call. Okay, strong. And these examples here from Shanahan's playbook, strong right, eye left, double right, it always starts with the formation, formation and strength. Okay, formation variations. So things that can change within a formation, you could call things that they have here, examples are book, nasty, close, et cetera. It's like if you're calling trips right and you want those guys to be tightly congested, you would call trips right close or trips right bunch. Like if, if we wanted to get those guys close together uh, to, to confuse who has who coming out of the route, probably call bunch. If you want them close to the edge or the tackle box, you would call close. So it would be like strong right close, double right close. If you wanted them bunched together, those wide receivers, you would call like bunch right, or sorry, double right bunch. That's kind of the general idea with those. Then you tag a motion. So it could be strong right, close, Z right. That tells the Z receiver he's going in motion to the right. Or it could be F short. F short means that the fullback is going in short motion. We'll get to these more specifically when we keep going. But this is the idea. This is the way it goes. So again, kind of looking at, What's next in, the, in a play call? So this gives you an idea how wordy these things can be. So we could go double right close, Z right eighteen because that's a pass protection or a run. If you're going, we're going to talk about this in the next episode how people kind of label pass game, run game. Um, so we talk about run game. It's usually a numbers based thing that is. Even numbers to the right, odd numbers to the left, and it was it works its way inside out. Again, this is not the only time I'm going to talk about this. So I don't have a visual aid for you right now, but it works its way. So there's the you know uh, two hole, four hole, six and eight is outside. One, three, five, you get it. Uh, it works its way outward. Two hundred is a protection call, so that tells the line something how to protect. I've seen those be double digit numbers before. But again, then you get a run or pass concept. So it could be 18 force. It could be 200 jet Z curl burst, whatever the names are. Again, this is kind of tricky. Then you get a snap count on quick, on one, on two. So as an example, all right, so shift, double right, nasty, F short, 200 jet Z curl burst on two. That's what you have to get up there and call. So again, I'm trying to read these quickly, so this is what it's going to sound like in huddle. Shift, double right, nasty, F short, 200 jet, Z curl burst, on two, on two, ready, break. That's the general sound of a play call, which you're not listening to everything. If you're a lineman, you're listening simply to what I need to hear. Oh, 200 jet, that's my protection call. If you're a wide receiver, I know that I need to hear the formation. Okay, he called double right, close or double right nasty, I know where I need to go there. Z-curl burst. Okay, what route am I running on Z-bur- Z-curl burst? Got it. What's the snap count? You're not worried about the protection call. If it's 18 force, which is an outside zone run play, I don't really need to totally pay all too much attention. I just, Okay, run play right. I got it. I know I'm supposed to block. So there's little things you pay attention to. Quarterback needs to know it all. That's why it's the hardest job on the field. But running backs don't necessarily care a ton about Z-curl burst. They might just need to hear 200-jet. Because 200 jet tells them a protection. What do I need to do in protection? So there's a little piece. You don't have to pay attention to everything. So examples at the bottom. I made my own, but you could get I right 19 week on the quick ready break. Bunch right, Y counter, three jet, Z curl, burst on one ready break. That's the general to huddle play concept. Um, you're always going to get that formation, a motion, a hole, or protection, a run or pass concept off of it, snap count. We'll talk about snap counts and how those things vary. So we're going to actually get here. So snap counts, this is, again, it varies place to place. I, When I played, uh, I, have, I mentioned this on another one, there's so many ways you can do this. And when I coach, like you can call, we used to do this thing where we wanted to be up tempo. So we would say two numbers. Um, in in the first number would tell you what the what whether it was going to be a run. The second number would tell you it was going to be a, a, a pass. What kind of pass concept it was. So you could call thirty, or, or you, let me slow down here. So we'll do it this way. We did two two names. You could name whatever you want. It could be Dolly and Parton. It could be Ohio, Michigan. It could be Cleveland Browns. But you would call in the middle. The first number would tell you uh, the 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 concept what it was. The second two numbers would tell you uh, exactly uh what what the scheme was. So if we called Ohio 3, that tells me inside run. 334 is inside zone Michigan. Don't pay attention to the words. The words are just the separators that they, they just confuse the defense. Pay attention to the numbers. 334. Okay. 334 is a inside zone we're running 34. If it's 662, 62 is a air raid concept that you could tag route numbers and that would tell guys what to do. So that was a way we went up tempo. Um If you huddle, obviously, if you huddle, you can have more information passed along. So once you get up to the line, we talk about the play. So we're in the huddle. We call bunch right, Y counter, three jet, Z curl, burst on one. Center leaves, bunch right, Y counter, three jet, Z curl, burst on one. Ready, break. You're getting up to the line of scrimmage. It's on one. So on one, here's this color system stuff is fun. Uh, I'm probably yelling a little bit too loud here, but... Uh, my wife's going to get mad, but this is the general idea of how you do color systems. Okay. You, you can, you can do a bunch of different things, but you'll always hear a quarterback yell a color number. Wide 80 is a very common NFL. And the Browns use it all the time. Uh, the, the Baker will always be a wide 80 guy. They will also do, um, a, they'll get up to the line. You'll hear them say, hurry, hurry. Uh, that will tell teams like they'll make teams think they're going quickly. And again, if you have not, Seen these live, I talked about them because the stadium this year, there were so few people you could actually get in and listen to the broadcast version and hear them. Like if you're watching it on TV, you can't always hear it perfectly. But if you plug a set of headphones in and you're, and you have NFL game pass, you can really pick up on all the nuances of this stuff. So if you're going up to the snap, you're going up to the line, snap count wise, if you're going on quick, that means set up. It's very fast. Set up. It's like boom, boom. There's no set hut. It's almost one word. Now, if it's a long count, it's set hut. Hut it holds in there a little bit. That's a long that, that 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 just brings it out, drags it out a little bit. Now, if you want to go on one according to this playbook, it would be your up to the line set hut green 80 green 80 set hut. Okay, if you want to go on two, it would be set hut, green 80, green 80, set hut, hut. It's a little longer. Okay, that's just how it goes. A dummy call tells you nobody's going anywhere, okay? Whenever the quarterback goes on the dummy on two, expect for him to accentuate the first hut to really try to draw defenses off sides. So if it's a dummy call, you're probably going to hear the quarterback use a color-specific thing that says we're not snapping the ball. This playbook, this Atlanta playbook in 2016, said black was the dummy call. So said, hut, black, 80. Black, 80. Said, hut, hut, hut. It's, it's just a cadence thing, how they say hut. But you have to be, that that first hut is going to be really, really emphasized to try to draw somebody offside it's Quarterback's voice is what does it. Baker got pretty good at this this year, if you guys recall. He was really doing a nice job, and he drew people offside several times. So um, if it's a dummy call, they just maybe you want to get up the line on fourth and one, and you don't really want to run a play. You're actually maybe going to punt. You're trying to draw somebody offside, or you know it's a high probability. Something that was really fun that they did this year is uh, the Raiders did it to the Browns. They They were at the end of a quarter, and they were trying to sell a hurry, hurry call. To get up the line, the Browns' defense thinks that the Raiders are going to go on first sound, but the Raiders are actually dummy calling it the Black 80 or whatever they use and not going anywhere. Yes, uh, Dylan, uh, I love commentary. Aaron Rodgers is uh, one of the best at doing. He is. It's an art form to be good at this stuff. It's and, and I think I do think Baker got better at it this past year as he started to pay attention to the nuances of this stuff. You know, Oklahoma is probably did things completely differently than than uh the nfl does it's just it's different playbooks different schemes so he felt comfortable last year i thought he got better at it um but yeah when so whenever the quarterback goes on the dummy or two expect him to accentuate that first hut like we said code words can be used as a reminder of the snap count if somebody forgets the cadence as we're walking blind scrimmage we used to have people using presidents uh the first second third presidents you know they would use those uh if we were going in a certain run scheme left or right they would use uh, a simple reminder for which guy was pulling or trapping or whatever, they would use a Louis call or a Roger call that can be line of scrimmage based But if it's, if it's number or sorry, if it's color based for these red is a quick count, they would say white, white, white. That means on one blue means on two yellow means a long count and black means a dummy count. It's whatever you communicate in your, um, in your system, right? Like whatever you guys want to do, you do it. That's how you go with it. It's, there's no wrong, There's no wrong thing whatsoever. So cadence, the quarterback starts cadence with set HUD. Everyone must be set, obviously. Uh, He will give a color and a two-digit number to each side. Again, I I think if you listen closely to the Browns, it was usually white 80, um, which is a very popular one across the NFL. Uh, Only use green as, uh, in this case, for this playbook. Only use green as the color in the cadence. Black is for dummy counts only. Cadence must sound consistent between each quarterback. So you don't want Baker Mayfield to come up the line of scrimmage sound one way and then, you know, what something happens, Baker leaves the game, whatever, Case Keenum comes in, it sounds completely different, but it's a weapon to keep teams off balance. Obviously, a snap count, I cannot reiterate enough how effective a snap count can be because if teams have figured out what your color numbers mean, whatever, and the timing at which your quarterback goes, he they're automatically at this massive, massive advantage uh, in regard to... Uh, getting the snap knowing when to get off the football and that creates issues for your offense because if the other team knows the snap count pretty consistently, that split second of them jumping it, it helps them get create backfield pressure, helps the guy win off the edge, whatever. that's the stuff that can be a problem. So you really have to use the snap count as a weapon. Again, more on the dummy count. Uh, it's used to get defense to show their coverage. so you do love that. you know, if it's a dummy count, so what you could do, hypothetically speaking here, Okay, you come up the line of scrimmage and you have thirty seconds, twenty-five seconds, whatever. You got a lot of time. You could make that that black eighty, black eighty call. said, hut hut, and then you could. Everybody knows it's dead if it's black. We're not moving. Period. Okay, so when you do that, everybody then resets. It's a, and it's an advantage thing here to give the quarterback the ability to change the play or see the coverage. We talk about this all the time. Is unfold the coverage pre-snap and how you do that is get teams to anticipate that you're going to snap the football. And if you do that, that that safety could creep down. Oh, that safety is going to be a rob safety. Oh, the cornerback started to take two steps and bail. Maybe this is cover four instead of a press cover two look. Something like that. You get advantages in looking at leverage that you wouldn't normally get uh, without using it. So it's a great thing that you can do. And you can run a dummy call right into a live call. So like I said, it could be that black 80, black 80, said, hut, hut. You realign, realign talk it out. Maybe you want to point out 43, 43, creeping 52 is the mic, whatever, you know, pointing out the mic for protection calls, which we'll get to, but then you're okay. Green 80, green 80 said, so, huh, hey, it's go. So what you like to do is you have the ability with that dummy count to, to either a manipulate the defense, see what they're doing, get in a chance to unfold the coverage, but then you can also uh, make a, make an adjustment and make an audible. So you can audible through an Oscar or a can call, which we'll, we'll talk about that. I have great Twitter examples of what the Browns did with, with, with a can call. I'll link that in the, in the bio to this. Uh, We're driven by
1: the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data
0: YouTube video, and I'll link it to the bio in the um, uh, podcast here as well. Uh, Other notes that they leave on this. We use color black to remind everybody on offense that we are not snapping the ball on the first cadence. The second cadence will always be on one. So after you've used your dummy black call, It'll always be on one after that. I don't care what color system you use. It, it's just you don't have a ton of time to okay. I heard the dummy black call. Now, was it on one or on two? No, you always just want to keep it on one for simplification purposes. The second cadence, like I said, always be on one and use with colors red, white, or blue, only if an audible. So if you're gonna audible. Okay. So example, this is where it gets fun. Okay. I'm gonna read this to you. I'm gonna sound stupid, but whatever. So the huddle calls, I write 18 force, can 19 week on the dummy. How does that sound? So again, in the huddle, we would call I write 18 force can 19 week on the dummy. What can means is that we can change the play. Okay. So we can can it. We can can the first play, throw it in the trash can for the second play. All right. So cadence. In this case, we are going on the dummy, which means we're going after the dummy call. All right. So an example of what would be called at the line of scrimmage. And again, I will link this stuff up so you can see an example with audio. I did not have time to prepare that for this thing, but I'll prepare it for the audio. Or sorry, I'll give you that Twitter link so you can listen to it because it's really cool to hear them do this. So again, huddle call eight. I ride 18 force can 19 weak on the dummy. Okay, I know that we could run two different plays here based on what the defense gives us at the line of scrimmage. So the cadence is said hut, black 80. Black 80 said hut, 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 green 80. Green 80, said hut. The defense did not give us a bad look, so the quarterback can keep the initial play. So he didn't change it. He liked the play. He ran the dummy call, said hut, black 80, black 80, said hut, hut, hut. Okay. It doesn't matter how many huts you hear with a dummy call. You're not going anywhere until you get a green call. Now, the green call tells me we're going, right? We are going with this play call. We're going to go with it. Fine, perfect. We're going to keep it. If I heard can, can, can then I probably would know we're going to the second play, right? If I had heard a can call, I would know we're not going to run 18-force. We're going to run 19-week, right? So he liked the play. The quarterback in this scenario liked the play, didn't, didn't mind the defense's look, right? So he says green 80, green 80, said huh? They run it, okay? Now, red, red. So for this playbook, the term used to change the snap count to quick count at the line of scrimmage. So if maybe a quarterback is audible something, we'll read through this text here. So this red call will mostly be used if the play clock is running down or if the defense isn't lined up when we get a chance at the line of scrimmage. So if you hear, like, some teams will call alert, alert, alert. That means they're ready to go. Some teams in this playbook will call red, red, red. Red, red, red means we're going first down, set up. Just boom, we're going. Sometimes you won't even hear a clear hut. It's just set up real quick. Okay, it's most likely to be used, like I said, the play clock's running down. So in the huddle, the call is... Maybe we know we got to get this play in. The play, clock's late. the play clock is running down. we got the call in late. So the huddle call would be double right, 200, Jet, Z, Dragon, Lion on one. Okay? This is, example, just saying it's on one. But the quarterback breaks the huddle, notices a few seconds are left on the play clock. Instead of getting a delayed game, trying to rush the cadence, he'll simply say, Red, Red, set hut. So he'll get up the line, Red, Red, set hut. Everybody knows when you hear Red, going right now. We're going. Got to be up there ready to go. Okay. Question there from David says question for another time. Why do we always hear about Allen's or Mahomes' arm? Oh, that's I, I'll answer that about Baker another time. Maybe I'll jump in the comments, David. If you leave that on the video, uh, I will I will shoot an answer back. I think Baker's arm is is per, per, uh, perpetually slept on. As the uh, uh, I don't know if you guys can hear it. Maybe you can or can't hear it, but the alarm is going off outside. It's uh, the batteries change. So if you hear it, I'm sorry. Maybe it'll stop soon. Now Oscar call. We talked about red. Red means you're hurrying up. Oscar call gives us the ability to change the direction of a play of a mirrored formation, such as solo or North Clinton. What it means is you can change the direction of a play, okay? So we'll always run the initial play unless the word Oscar is used somewhere within the cadence, all right? This tells everyone that we're flipping the play in the opposite direction. So instead of saying, getting up to the line and saying, getting up there, set up, black 80, black 80, set hot, hot, hot. Instead of saying opposite, opposite, which some teams do. The Browns will say opposite, opposite. Okay, You'll hear them say that. They in this playbook say Oscar. So whenever the quarterback Oscars the play, he'll signal to the wide receivers. Oscar will always be alerted in the huddle. So the huddle calls solo right 18, alert Oscar. So what the, what the coordinator or play caller, head coach, whoever's calling the plays, is trying to do is saying, we think based on preparation for this week, we could hear a play that goes, we could like a play that goes either direction. We really like solo, right? 18 alert, but we think we can run it either direction based on a look. It could be the defensive tackles in a shade. If he's in a three or sorry, if he's head up, we're going to run it as is. If he's in a shade on the backside, we're going to go alert. We're going to run it to the backside because we like our angle on this play. Any number of things. Okay. Uh, so what they say is. We're going uh, to tag this Oscar, meaning the quarterback has free reign to shift the side of this play. So the huddle call, again, is solo right, 18, alert, Oscar. So solo right is the formation. 18 is the run side, eight hole. The one usually stands for the ball carrier who's getting it. We used to do it that anytime a quarterback run was being done, it was the number one in front of it. Any time that the, that the uh, halfback was getting the football or running back, it was a two. So this playbook probably doesn't do it that way. They probably do it 18 alert. Something is is, is a, a outside zone run play. So what they're saying here is solo right, 18 alert, Oscar. So you can run 19 alert if you want to. So the cadence is set hut, Oscar, Oscar. He Instead of, you know, if it's on one, okay, haven't made my green 80 call, so I say set hut, Oscar, Oscar tells everybody opposite. We're going back the other way now. Green 80, green 80, set hut, and we're going. So the play now becomes solo, right? 19. Got it. So that's the difference. All right. So now, yeah, Dylan, Dylan Justison, uh, leaves a comment here that says seeing all of this, it's no wonder Baker had a difficult time. Uh, so he's had to learn all these things like four times already. Listen, I, it, it, some of these things are universal in playbooks. Some of them aren't, it could have been hard. He'd have to answer that question on his own, uh, because each playbook can be different and Baker's played at Lake Travis, which might've had an intricate system in high school, uh, they were a very forward-thinking, smart spread football team. Uh, he played at Texas Tech, which we all know. Cliff Kingsbury tries to do things up tempo, tries to simplify things. So who knows what that looked like? Then he goes over to Oklahoma, where he gets uh, uh, eventually uh, plays with Lincoln Riley. He's been around. I mean, he knows a lot of different ways these things can be done. So now the can call, which is the video I have tagged on Twitter. I will share again. It's findable. Uh, you can look at the the bio of this of this show once I finish, and again on the podcast uh, description. The can call allows us to change the play at the line of scrimmage without without using an audible, okay? So two plays we be called in the huddle. I know that it seemed like Oscar two plays were called, but all Oscar gave us the, the ability to do was just run the opposite play, right? So can lets us do a little bit more than just simply going opposite. So can says it allows us to change a play at the line of scrimmage without using an audible. Two plays can be called in the huddle. We'll always run the first play called unless the word can is, is used somewhere within the cadence okay so whenever the quarterback cans the play he will signal to the wide receivers okay he'll give a can call Baker might have thrown up uh the the uh I'm, I'm, I'm gonna disappoint Mike Krupka here I don't know what that the hang loose or whatever that is um so whenever the quarterback cans the play he'll signal to the wide receivers the example is in the huddle here's the call trips right 19 Wanda can 18 support so the two plays are 19 Wanda and 18 support. It could be 19 Wanda, but if we get a look, it can be 18 support. So the cadence is set hut, green 80, can, can, green 80, set hut. So the play now becomes trips right 18 support. Okay. So you'll hear them make a can, can call. Baker did this in that example. They will also get a, here's where it gets even next level. You'll hear them make a can, can call. Once they make it, he might then not like it, have a dummy call tagged in. They might get up to the line. Say so they get up to the line, J.C. Treader identifies the mic, whatever his responsibility is on any given play, and Baker says can, can, right? He might get up there and dummy count, and black 80, black 80, said hut, hut, and then notice I don't actually like the can call. Then you can make a rewind, and you'll hear Baker say rewind in that example. Uh, they might have it as as reload, Um Yeah, yeah, this is the example right here. So they call it reload. Baker's called it rewind in this past offense. So I'm trying not to make this too confusing, and I'm really sorry if I am. I'm trying my best to simplify this with examples. So a can call, it just goes to the second play, all right? So with reload, that's a term used by quarterbacks to change a can, Oscar, or flipper, which a flipper uh, gives the ability of the quarterback to flip protection, okay? So a flip protection would be trips, right? Three jet hot. uh, They call it Hooters here trips, right? Three jet Hooters. So said hot flipper flipper tells them that they're going to change the protection. It just became two jet instead of three jet. So flippers protection can means picking the one or two plays. Oscar means you can go opposite, opposite of a play. So it's simple. Like I'm in the play and I'm in the huddle and I call 18 alert with an Oscar. I don't have to name another play because if I hear Oscar, I know it could just go opposite. So that's the basic example. But to talk about reload, so this is a term used by quarterback. You can change a can call, which is a second play call, an Oscar, which is an opposite call, or a flipper, which is a protection flip, back to the original play call. Okay. The example here is this. Huddle call, double right, 18, can 19, Wanda on one. All right. So you're thinking in your mind, double right's the formation, 18 is the ball carrier and the destination. Or the type of scheme it can be double right 18 can or 19 wanda okay double right 18 can 19 wanda on one it could be one of those two things 18 or 19 we're gonna run wanda 18 or 19 on one so the cadence is set hut he says can can green 80 now as he's saying green 80 he notices oh i can't run that play i don't want to run that play i made a can call how do i get out of that can call oh reload reload is what this playbook says you'll hear baker in that game against the Bengals say rewind 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 right he says it it's a thing they're doing at the line of scrimmage can changes the call to the second call reload means forget about that can rewind rewind okay then you go red red what does red red tell us which we've learned in this example set up red red tells us snap the ball quick first sound set up we're running it okay lastly the last term they use in this example we might even we'll probably do personnel groups and that's going to be a wrap for today so much here if you guys have questions again feel free to ask them there's a lot of information here i might even link this this uh document up for you guys somewhere if i can if i can do that uh without getting in trouble nascar is a term used in situations where we want to go up to the line of scrimmage and snap the ball before the defense can challenge a play okay maybe we know we got a quick play call Uh, In the huddle, we want to run it. So this play will always be double right 18 structure. So for this playbook example, anytime they hear NASCAR, NASCAR come in from the sideline, that tells them double right 18 structure is the play because it's probably one of their base plays. A wide zone play with structure tag, it tells certain people to do certain things. So their their example is regardless of the personnel that's in the game, you're getting up to the line of scrimmage and you're running double right 18 structure and it'll always be on red. NASCAR, NASCAR, oh, boom, to the line, double right 18 structure, red, red. So it's set up. Okay. Very quick. I don't see any questions. There's about 35 of you hanging around. We're going to move past that. Uh, We're going to talk uh, general personnel groupings, which we might end up revisiting. Let me try to load this up for you guys. Um, So again, this is that Atlanta playbook. So there's a number structure system. Alrighty. These numbers will always equal five. Got to express that you'll have a quarterback, right? You'll have 6 uh sorry 5 offensive linemen and a quarterback and then you're going to always have five other players you're accounting for. There are personnel grouping differences when I was playing college football there was personnel grouping names kind of based off of gambling or poker. It was joker, ace, tens, kings. There were different names for personnel groupings based on names of poker games or whatever suits. The, this is the most universal way it is numbering these five players the first number and it's important to remember this okay the fir- there's two numbers used the, it never talks about the wide receivers it only pertains to the the running backs on the field and that's both halfback whatever called a halfback or running back it's both running back and fullback okay now there can be two running backs that are both halfbacks. Kareem and Nick were both on the field at the same time. But any time a fullback is in, that's included. So you could have three, technically. You went like true wishbone, and you had a fullback, and then Kareem and Nick. You had Janovich on the field, whatever. Um, the first number is running back. second number is tight ends. So if you hear 21 is what it starts out on this example. 21 is two running backs, one tight end. That tells me what's left to get to five. There are two wide receivers. Okay, For this example, fast 21 is two halfbacks, one tight end, Uh, two wide receivers. So they're saying 21 traditionally for them is a tailback, a a, a running back, a fullback, one tight end, two wide receivers. Okay, Fast 21 says two halfbacks. In this case, Brown's Fast 21 personnel would be Nick and Kareem in the backfield, which they did in 2019 a little bit, did not do much in 2020. One tight end, two wide receivers. 12, very popular group uh, in halfback, because one, two stands for two tight ends, two wide receivers. Very popular Browns personnel group. 11, one halfback, one tight end, three wide receivers. Got to equal five every time, right? 20, two running backs, three wide receivers. We don't want any tight ends involved. 10 personnel, very popular in college, very popular at the high school level, very popular with the Pittsburgh Steelers who did not run a ton. They were probably one of the leading 10 personnel teams, which is one halfback, four wide receivers, taking the tight ends off the field. Just ten. One, tight, or sorry, one tells you one running back. Zero tells me zero tight ends. What do I have to do to get to five? I need four wide receivers. Zero-zero personnel says five wide receivers. Okay, zero-zero. Zero-one zero, says no running back again, but the one is one tight end, four wide receivers. Zero-two personnel. Now we're talking no running backs, two tight ends. Maybe you want to put Austin Hooper on the field and David Njoku plus Higgins, Landry, and Odell. That's O-two personnel, super rare grouping there 22 the Browns did run some 22 with Janovich and two tight ends so you would get two running backs two tight ends and wide receiver 13 the Browns are one of the leading 13 personnel users in the NFL one halfback, three tight ends one wide receiver and then on the goal line you will typically have a goal line personnel grouping which is two running backs and three tight ends okay pretty simple stuff here's your examples of some plays I write example here I formation, this is 21 personnel. You got your two running backs, one tailback, one fullback, a tight end, split end, and a flanker. Okay? You got solo right is a name for them. We'll talk about formations more next week. 12 personnel because you have one running back, two tight ends, then two receivers. And again, seven guys on the line of scrimmage. got to make sure these guys are on and off. We'll talk about line of scrimmage and all that stuff next week, too. Double right, which in this case is out of eleven personnel: one halfback, one tight end, three receivers. They lay. They labeled their F as their slot receiver. Most playbooks would give that a different name: a K, a W, something like that, which because it would take the fullback off the field, run uh, a wide receiver onto the field. Strong right is twenty personnel, which is two running backs, and then we want to get uh, take this Y, which I don't. This playbook again. We're going to take this Y off the field and put him in there with like a W, wide receiver name, okay? No tight ends on the field. Double right, one halfback, four wide receivers. No tight ends. Well, again, I don't really know why they don't change the letters in this playbook, but I'm not Kyle Shanahan, and I don't get paid millions of dollars. Uh, trips right wide uh, is a, a a zero zero personnel, five wide receivers. I write closer, which tells this guy, this U-back, which is a utility back. Some offenses have this. Um, this tells us we got two running backs, two tight ends, which is a U for them as their second tight end. Okay, we're going to put him closer to the edge here. All righty, so that gives you two, uh, two, two 22 personnel, two running backs, one tail, one full, two tight ends, and then one receiver. And then we have 13 personnel. Okay, I don't really understand why they have this as the example. If I write, unless, I don't know, this is not a great example. You would probably have this player, this F player be you, and split over here. I don't really know why they have F because that would be another running back. You would have another position name for that third tight end, move him over, and then goal line, your three tight ends and your two running backs. So that is it for today. we got like 38, 40 minutes. I cannot go further than that. Uh, We're going to stop it here. We will talk about formations, uh, general run assignment looks, gaps, what those things look like next week, and then we'll talk about... um, What positions are on the wide receivers field, stuff like that. We'll keep going through this stuff, man. We'll talk about general run game concepts. We'll talk about some of the other stuff. But I hope this was informative. If you have questions, again, please, 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 please comment. Let me know. Or if you're listening to this in audio form, I'm more than willing to answer your questions with that too. Uh, Just DM me or whatever. Uh, I'll always uh, spit back and forth on this stuff because it's fun. It's fun stuff for me. This guy who played quarterback way back in the day. So, um, yeah, check out – the YouTube channel with a subscription. We love the subscription stuff. We love it on like podcast too for the audio form. Would really appreciate that. So check that out if you can. Um, leaving a, a those always helps. Uh, I, I, think it, I think it really helps people find the podcast. I think that's what it does a great job with. So um, appreciate your support, guys. Always do. I, I, like I said, i always try to make sure I answer your questions as well. Uh, with these chalk talks is they're about teaching people things that they maybe didn't know uh, before. So thanks for joining us uh, as usual and um, have a great day guys and go Browns.
2: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium?